The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during this or any broadcast belong solely to our guests or our hosts. These broadcasts do not represent or reflect the views of their employers, sponsors, or affiliated organizations. Welcome to the Flipboard EDU podcast with your host, William Jeffrey, where we collaborate, communicate, and educate with the greatest educators in the world on Flipboard. Let's start the show. Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey. And in the world of Google Classroom, digital textbooks, and educational apps, it can be hard to keep up with the latest technology trends in education. One tool that is worth looking into is Flipboard, a social magazine platform that allows users to collect articles, images, and videos from across the web into customizable magazines. In fact, after using it myself for years, it inspired me to create this podcast. Victoria Tao is one of the senior product designers at Flipboard, where she designs a lot of the app experiences for both Android and iOS devices. She joined me on this show to talk about why Flipboard fits the needs of everyone, from building recipe books to curating classroom magazines. Flipboard is the Swiss army knife of applications for mobile devices. Victoria shares with us that her job is really just to solve user problems and create solutions to those problems through design. That's powerful to me because that's what teachers do all day and every day. So in this episode, we speak to Victoria about working at Flipboard and designing the world's best app. We also discuss her involvement with coding clubs, supporting educators early in her career, and how that translates to what she does today. So, like we always do at this time, let's collaborate, communicate, and educate with the best educators in the world right here on Flipboard EDU Podcast. Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey, and I have another amazing guest here tonight, Ms. Victoria Tao. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Coach Jeffrey. Can you tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. As you introduced, my name is Victoria Tao. I'm currently a senior product designer at Flipboard, where I design a lot of the app experience for both Android and iOS devices. I actually joined Flipboard at the start of this year, back in January. But a little bit more fun things about me, I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Jersey, and currently live in Jersey City, which is about like 10 minutes from New York. But I'm really into fashion streetwear and sneakers. And in my spare time, I really enjoy playing the piano, creating punch needle artwork. You can see some of that if you're watching the video. And I'm playing with my French bulldog on the couch watching Netflix. Uh, I'm glad that, first of all, Flipboard is my favorite app, period. This is just my app. Uh, I love it to death. And I use it for education and some cooking recipes, but mostly education. I want to first thank you for working on my app and keeping it. Look, I say it's my app. I know I don't own it, but I feel like I do. What do you actually do as a senior product? So I'm a product designer. I think when people hear the word designer, they immediately associate that in their head. A design is all about the visuals, right? And so the visuals or like the interface is definitely something that I'm responsible for. And I'm it's very important when designing, but it's also a lot more than just creating how something looks. As a product designer at Flipboard, my job is really 
ability to solve user problems and create solutions to those problems through design. To do that, we first have to really actually discover what those user problems actually are. And you might have a couple too that I would love to get into, but we really just want to help our users discover quality stories that they care about and engage with the community that we've created on Flipboard who share similar interests. Educators, as you mentioned, and food, recipes, tastemakers. My favorite part of the job is actually really listening to our users through a lot of user research, like user interviews, really understanding how they perceive Flipboard and figuring out ways that we can improve the experience for the better. Because at Flipboard, we really just want to inform and inspire people. Once we understand our users, then we can really create that successful and engaging app experience really partnering with product managers and engineers to build out what you see on your Flipboard app today. I think it's just super rewarding seeing the outcome of my designs and seeing real people like you, Coach Jeffrey, that use what we actually create. I'm actually curious, how do you currently use Flipboard as an educator and as a you know foodie? Why? Why? Thank you for asking. How are you? I use mine in professional development purposes. Me being an assistant principal, I rarely get a chance to go to seminars or go to different places where other educators are presenting. And it's a really good thing for me to flip into things that I find on the web that's important, like professional developments. It could be threat assessments that are very important for high school principals to be aware of, bullying, conferences, and just different techniques we can use to make our school environments a whole lot better. I use it first for that. And then to share it out with my staff because the staff that I work with, they are diverse learners. Getting to go all over the web is a kind of a hard thing. And by just curating magazines and curating topics and then sending it to people, it seems to be super duper effective. What's weird is I started a new magazine just recently called Amazon Notebooks. And I just flipped certain Amazon notebooks into a Flipboard and I sent it to some people who choose these Amazon notebooks so that they can send it to their students so that they could purchase them. And it, it was very effective. It was, And I really like the usability and the flexibility of Flipboard. Awesome. That's really exciting to hear. I think one of the, the great things about Flipboard is definitely the magazines and the ability for you to share with anyone that is interested in what you have to curate and share out. I'm really glad that we're able to have that part of the app utilized and really valued for a lot of our users. Before I jump into thank you for that question. How did you get started in this line of work that you're in? For sure. I think I had actually a very different trajectory into design than a lot of designers that I know, but I actually graduated from the University of Maryland in College Park. So go Terps if any Terps are listening. But I actually didn't study in a design-related major. I actually got my undergrad degree in economics and statistics. Which is really funny because I actually also started off as a computer science major. I've always really loved math and technology. And I just naturally started off thinking that I wanted to be a developer. My dad was also a developer, of course, before he retired a couple years ago. It was something that I asked about. I thought it would be interesting for me. But I actually ended up not really liking coding that much. And I found economics to be a little bit more intriguing. And I took a couple of intro courses as a freshman. And econ is so versatile. And it actually opened up a lot of career opportunities for me as my first job 
job out of school was actually as a business analyst at Prudential Financial. And unfortunately, I was feeling a little bit unfulfilled in this role because it didn't really tap into my creative side. I'll be honest, I actually just Googled, what can I do in tech that isn't coding? And I found it about user experience or UX design. And again, I found it really cool to be able to create designs by combining technology with psychology and business goals. How I actually got into design after that was I took an online bootcamp for about five months. And I actually did this part-time after my nine to five and on the weekends. You could probably imagine I didn't have much of a life. But after graduating from the course, able to build up my portfolio, and I ended up landing my first UX design role at Berkadia, which is a Berkshire Hathaway company. That's just the long-winded answer of how I started out. I really want teachers and educators to understand. And what you said made a lot of sense to me because I see a lot of our students more so doing that. And even in the high school realm where we try to get students, not necessarily to specialize, but to get the whole gambit of creativity. I think an overarching thing for me when I heard your story was that you were interested in using your creative aspect. And although you got a solid foundation of a a, a viable career, because a financial analyst is is a viable career, but What was lacking for you was creativity. And so we're trying to get teachers to inject that into the classroom so that they can, so that students can not necessarily waste time, but to hone in their (laughs) skills early. Did I get that? No, I totally think so. I think one of the things that's really interesting with career paths is that a lot of people that I meet today, they don't actually do what they did, what they studied in college. So there's so many opportunities. And I think it's really about exploring, constantly learning, figuring out what's right for you. And I think that's really important to instill for kids and in school, especially for those that are lost in figuring out what they want to do when they go to college. That's pretty cool. Now, believe it or not, my undergraduate degree is biology pre-med and I studied all the biology courses and I thought I was going to school to be a pharmacist. And I took the PCAT pharmacy technician exam, pharmacy exam, whatever that was, the test, and I failed it. And I graduated, (laughs) I needed a job and they were hiring teachers at this place to teach pharmacy tech because I had worked in a pharmacy while I was in college in my undergrad. Then I went there to go teach at this for-profit school and I fell in love with teaching. And then I got my first master's in counseling education. Wow. And, And now I'm podcasting and a K-12 administrator. That's awesome. See, like even you, you definitely didn't study what you do today. Get to where you're meant to be, right? For sure. And I know that you've been doing so many great things for the schools and even for with the the podcast and really thankful that you're able to share with other educators using Flipboard to instill some of these values for the kids. Really, You know, thank you so much. And then I also want to state that I just found a common thread and I really haven't had a conversation with you, but it was the fact that I was drawn to Flipboard's creativity. And Mm -hmm. you said that's what initially got you into the career of where you are, just the creativity. What other companies or what other projects did you work on were you able to use your creativity? For sure. Since Arcadia, my first job out of the boot camp, I've built products for a couple of different industries, including real estate, education, and travel. And my most recent job was actually at Priceline.com, where Mm -hmm. I led a revamp of the profile and account pages into a, a more full service tool that would have 
house a users' trip information, their payment information, and VIP status, just making it a lot more seamless for users when they're already really anxious about their trip and their travels. But before that, I actually worked at 2U, which is an ed tech company, and we partnered with universities to power their master's programs online, designing and testing a complete redesign of their learning management platform. And so one of the main projects that I worked on there was I helped to create what we call 2U's Media Player, which was an asynchronous form of lecture with videos and slides combined. So this actually really helped to facilitate another form of learning for our master's students. And I also did a design for our social work and our nursing students for 2U who had placements. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but it's like an internship requirement to graduate. You basically are put into the field, get like hands-on practical experience. As a part of that course, the students had to reflect on their placement and get sign-off from their placement manager. And this was previously done all by hand, like with pen and paper. And we definitely wanted to make that more seamless and then created a portal to help streamline that process. Aside from 2U Flipboard, I think 2U was definitely one of my favorite jobs because I I love education and I know you can relate to that. And I was previously a TA in college too and a mentor for the scholars program that I was in. I actually was a robotics teacher for a semester where I mentored a local middle school in Lego Eden 3 Robotics. Working with kids after school, promoting STEM education, problem solving. It definitely made learning fun and exciting for for both me and the kids. I just wanted to share that since we're on this recording video. You know what? I am. Ask Crystal, because Crystal was telling Crystal Vanderboom, for those of you who don't know, she helps us with the writing of the educators blog. And I asked her, was it anything new at Flipboard? And she was like, I said, is anybody who I can interview? She was like, oh, I have a great person who can interview. You right up my alley because I also <laughs> was a STEM coach and coding and robotics club. That's amazing. So you guys had to do the uh, Lego uh, League. Oh, we did. And one thing that was really fun was that we had like teams that we had and I was like mentor for one team. And- ended up being all girls. And so it was fun just battling it out and having fun just like at the end of it, making them fight each other with their robots. Now that I noticed you had a little bit of piece of computer science from the teacher aspect of it, do you think that's an important component in high school that should be placed in all high schools and all secondary education? I should say, no, not even secondary education from elementary on up. I think that's a great question. And I think technology is definitely surround. I can't even imagine a world anymore without technology helping to improve us and like even entertain us. And already at a young age, there's so many kids that are being exposed to their phones, their computers, YouTube, Google. So I personally do think it's really important to have some sort of foundation with technology. It doesn't even have to be specifically computer science or programming. But I think as you mentioned, early exposure to STEM can really help students become more interested, like less intimidated as they start to think about their careers. For computer science, especially, it's definitely more than just coding. There's a lot of problem solving and those skills can be transferable to many other fields and can really help with learning different ways of thinking and like logic building. I I definitely think that it's important in K through 12 to have actually accessible and available computer science programs or technology programs to all students that are interested in it, as opposed to forcing it on them. I think that goes for a lot of disciplines as well. Exposure at a young age to a bunch of different industries and interests of students can really only benefit them in a long run. That way they can know for sure what they are interested in, what they can do. And I think accessibility is the most important. I totally agree with that. And you mentioned earlier that you were a STEM coach of some young ladies and one of the teams were girls. What advice would you give to a young lady who may be interested in becoming a senior product designer? 
Of course. I'm, I think the one thing that I would try to, to always say to everyone that's interested in UX or any field in general is just trying to keep learning as much as possible. I know that I'm still learning in my line of work today. There's so many disciplines within UX design to really hone in on your skill sets and specialize. For example, I mentioned that I was really interested in UX research and talking to our users. And that's the subset of UX design and the whole process. But there's definitely like a lot of opportunity to improve your skill, even on the visual side of things. You can create prototypes without even having to code. But there's so much to learn and so much to do in the design process. And I also wanted to say, don't get discouraged. I know technology is still very a very male-dominated industry, honestly. And I've definitely felt intimidated sometimes or feel a little bit of imposter syndrome that they call it and starting out. So sometimes it was hard for me to speak up. For me, I think communication and articulating and presenting your design skills was one of the most important things that I've learned throughout my career. And it's a lot of collaboration and communicating with teammates. So definitely feel confident about your skills and speak up when you can. If you put in the work to build your portfolio, if you're interested in the field, you'll definitely find your way in eventually. So everyone is so welcoming in design. I've learned so much from a lot of people that I've worked with. So just again, make sure to have confidence in yourself and don't give up. And if you are interested in the field and you're listening today, feel free to reach out to me. I'm definitely open to any sort of guidance that anyone would like, or if you just want to talk about the field, I'm, I'm happy to do that. I'm going to tag you in. We had a guest on the show who's a really good friend of mine. Her name is Shana Glass, and she works with the Girls Code group. They look for people like you to just to help mentor girls because they need and it needs to be diversified as much as possible. Those fields have been dominated for years by just just male, males in general. And we do need to start diversifying and allowing other people an opportunity, especially young girls. For sure. Feel free to link us together. I'd be happy to to help mentor for that. Yes. So is there anything new at Flipboard that you could share with us? For sure. I've been working towards the personalization aspect for our users and really tailoring Flipboard to a user's specific passion. Maybe you're familiar with this already, but let me just pull it up. When you first open up your app, you actually land on the For You feed. And this is, of course, everything that you follow, as well as recommended content that recommending for you. But through user research, we heard that a lot of our users wanted a lot more control over the content that they saw. Our most recent launch was a very powerful feature for our users to be able to personalize their For You experience and get more control over the stories that they see. With the feature, you can actually now see like this tune icon at the top. And once you click on that, you can get a personalization card that you can then select a bunch of topics that you're interested in, want to see more about, or deselect topics that you're no longer interested in. I'm following like sneakers, fashion, Jersey City, technology, science things like that. There's like over, I think, 30,000 topics on Flipboard. This feature really helps users get an even more personalized experience based on the interests of theirs. And something tangential to that is we had launched before uh, personalized with those 30,000 topics that we provide. You're now able to actually follow specific topics you might be interested in. For example, like if you are maybe a science teacher and you want to narrow down your subtopics of science to whatever your curriculum is teaching of that 
day or something. For example, like astronomy, you can actually go into science now and you'll get that same tune icon at the right. When you open that up, you can actually select astronomy and then all of your stories within science will be tailored to be more about astronomy. And it's so easily customizable and editable. If your next curriculum is now about biology, maybe that would be yours, Coach Jeffrey, after knowing your um, undergrad. But you can easily go back into science, deselect and select those subtops again. So your Flipboard will automatically make those changes seamlessly. And I think that's been a really powerful tool. We've seen a lot of users use it with some pretty niche topics as well. I really hope that we can have as many people leverage this tool as much as possible. For the longest of time, it has been the Swiss Army knife of apps to me because there's so many things you can do with it. And I always just am enamored by how well it's designed. Prime example is we recently sold our house and we moved to a whole new city. And there was under the personalization, the city, actually like the news of the city and the restaurants in that particular city that I now live in, it, it gives me like a whole news feed of all of that stuff. I was like, wow, because I think that's a newer feature that I didn't necessarily realize about a year ago. That's like a local feature that's like really personalized. For sure. And I didn't personally work on that feature, but my awesome teammates did. And that was actually something that we did earlier this year where we expanded upon the local news offerings to, I think it's like a thousand cities now. So that's definitely great because you can really just get local news tailored to where you're living at. And so that's great. Victoria, where can our guests find you at on social media? Sure. You can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Victoria Tao. I also have a portfolio that you can check out. It's victoria.com. It's my last name inside Victoria. You can find me on there and feel free again to reach out, DM me if you're interested in chatting further. Yes. I really thank you for coming on the show and talking with us. And I just want to tell you, thank you for all the work that you all do at Flipboard. It's an amazing app and I want everybody to use it because it's amazing. And thank you for all the work that you have put into it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me today. And thank you again for being such a supporter of Flipboard. Me and the team really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's time for Flip Tips. Today's Flip Tip is brought to us by Janet Spire. So today's lesson is how to share your Flipboard magazine on social media. Number one, open Flipboard and navigate to the magazine of your choice. Select the three dots on the top right side of the magazine. Select share the magazine from the top and drag the navigation down. Click on your magazine to select share. Scroll past the social media icons. Select one to share for your magazine. Type your post information and then select tweet to share it. Check your magazine post on Twitter or Facebook. Congratulations, you shared your first Flipboard magazine. Are you looking to detox and or boost your immune system? Well, look no further. Do we have the 411 for you? That's right. 411 Immunity. Products are all natural and from the earth, geared to provide healthier options to boost your immune system, detox your body, skin, and generate amazing energy. Order your tea, skincare, or CMOS today at 411immunity.com. That's 411 I-M-M-U-N-I-T-E-A.com. Are you a teacher who wants to start a podcast? The Podcast Planner for Teachers is your go-to resource for planning and brainstorming. It's packed with templates, worksheets, and checklists that will help you plan out your show from beginning to end. 
You don't need any experience or special equipment, just an idea and the drive to make it happen. With this planner, we want everyone who has ever wanted to start their own podcast but didn't know where to begin. We want every student in school today to learn about podcasts as they learn about other forms of media like TV shows and movies. And most importantly, we want teachers everywhere sharing their stories with students across the country through podcasts. Now is the perfect time for educators everywhere to get involved in this exciting new medium. Let us help guide you along the way. Click here now if you're ready to take control over your future by starting a podcast today. Flipboard fam, thanks for sticking with me on this episode. I want to thank Victoria Tao for talking with us about using Flipboard. I also want to give a huge shout out to Aileen Laylor and Crystal Vanderboom for the editorials on the Flip EDU Educators blog. Remember to subscribe to our Flipboard EDU magazine on Flipboard.com and listen to the Art of Curation, the Flipboard podcast with Mia Quadrilo. Don't forget to share our podcast with an educator or a colleague. Our podcast is available globally and everywhere you listen to podcasts. So until next time, family, 